Mescaline Moguls. It's your boy, the one with the scarring face, your boy Scarface. And today I got a special guest, uh, owner, local business. It's been around here for quite some time, and I, I've actually seen it grow for from when he first started it to like where it is now. And now it's it's a pretty big. You you would think it's a more of a commercial like you know uh, brand. Uh, we got Pat from Rip Nutrition. What up? What up? And it's funny because we're recording this for the second time because. My dumbass screwed up the first time, but uh, <laughs> got it now. Yeah, so like, thank you for coming on. Like, like I mentioned earlier, uh, we had a. Uh, I usually do polls. People give suggestions of who they want to see and and things like that. So, uh, your name came up actually several times just because working out is is something big now. I, I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed it. Like a lot of a lot more people are getting into working out and yes. getting fit. Yes, and uh, your name always comes up, like especially on my social media, like when they go and buy stuff. So I want to get, I want people to get to know you, like who Pat is. Uh, are sure. you originally from Idaho? Yes. I was uh, born and raised here. Born and raised here? Yep. And what high school did you go to? I uh, went to Hillcrest. So were you always into working out? Um, <clears throat> yeah, basically, yeah. Um, it started about when I was 12. Uh, my brother took me to the gym then. Um, like I, I was saying earlier, it's the world gym that was by Fred Myers. Um, and it was kind of over after that, man. I, I got addicted real quick and loved that kind of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think just the kind of the hustle behind it of how you can transform your body and, you know, push its limits and see what it's capable of doing. Um, and then uh, I wrestled for um, a little over seven years growing up. So that's probably what got a lot of my work ethic um, going um, and kind of got me into that pushing yourself and how far you can go. And with that, I wanted to, you know, become stronger and, you know, be the best I could be. And the gym was a big part of that. So, yeah, like uh, I remember that Fred Meyer, the world gym, it was the first time I actually worked out. Uh, I remember my, my uncle would take me and the the first supplement that I ever t- took was creatine. Oh, yeah. And because that, that was like, I don't know, it was a thing back then. Like It's huge. It, yeah. If you take creatine, like, it's it a huge, whole. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that. And then they moved it over to 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 Albertsons and then they moved it back and then they moved it over here. And did you uh, did you get that? Do you remember the little supplement shop that was in World Gym there? Yeah. Yeah. I remember. What was that called? Ah, oh, damn. Cause, I cause forget I, the name. Um, that's where there's, that's where my uncle got it from. And then he yeah. was taking it. And uh, I was like, well, dang. Like, he, I don't think he knew. I think he was just saying, like, oh, that guy takes it. Because they used to have the, this really ripped dude that would uh, that would sell the supplements. Yeah, that was uh, Kendall. Yeah? He was the owner of it. Oh, was he? Yeah, we, we go way back. Yeah, my, my uncle at the time, he was like, yeah, he probably takes it. So like, if you take this, you're going to get huge. Me not knowing, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna right. take it and I'm, I'm gonna get huge. It, it, it didn't work for me. Uh, uh, I mentioned it before that I have a thyroid disorder, all so right. it's a little bit harder for me to lose weight and just. I mean, I don't make it an excuse, but at the time, I didn't know. Right. So for sure, it, I would work out and not lose weight, and it, yeah, it was just it's uphill battle. Oh yeah, it was yep. discouraging. So you said you did a lot of wrestling. Is that did mm-hmm. you work out? And wrestle, or is it just wrestling, that, that type of training? Because wrestling is pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, it is for anybody who's done it. Definitely the hardest sport I've ever done. Um, yeah, so the I think I love the intensity of it um, and just really pushing your body on that. So it would be um, practice every single day after school uh, for multiple hours. 
Um, and then in the summertime, I would do freestyle when school was out, mm-hmm. um, which uh, like in high school or middle school, um, when you're wrestling, it's more collegiate style. Mm-hmm. Um, the freestyle was cool because it's a lot more points and throwing each other, yeah. um, more technique that way. Um, so I try to always keep that up. And I always had that thirst, I guess, of, you know, pushing my body and working out. So did you wrestle all through high school as well? No, I stopped, uh, sophomore year. You yeah. just weren't feeling it anymore or, you know, it kind of got to the point, um, I wasn't enjoying it and that was my biggest thing. Um, was, you know, I, my dad got me into it. Um, and they grew up here as well, but they grew up on a farm, um, bunch of brothers, um, just those kind of farmer boys that all wrestled yeah. and, uh, he was actually a state champion in, at Bonneville. Um, they have like their name on the wall and everything, which oh, yeah? is cool. Um, so I, that's why, uh, I guess I picked it up and was trying to take after him that way. Um, and it was something he loved and enjoyed and had a passion with. So it was something we connected on, but it, it got to the point where I was putting way too much pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and started playing those mental games, um, almost kind of making myself sick before, um, a match or a tournament and stuff like that. And it was almost getting a little bit just unhealthy and to the point I wasn't enjoying it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of backed out of it um, and just kind of put a lot more focus just on the gym at that point. Yeah, those uh, for those people that haven't been to a, uh, one of those wrestling tournaments, they can get mentally draining because you're there all day. Like all uh, day. I remember some of the term- tournaments were like on a Saturday. You show up super early. and like, Oh, you, so early, yeah. And you don't finish until late because you have like several matches. Yeah. And then on top, like you, ha- you do, you have a match and then you take a little break and then you have to wrestle again, you know, yeah. like you don't get, I mean, you get a rest, but not, not really recover well, like you should. And I don't think people realize, you know, if you go a full match, which is, which is three rounds, um, two minutes a piece, so six minutes, that six minutes is insane. Oh yeah. I mean, it doesn't like, I look at these UFC fighters that, you know, go 15 or 25 minutes for, you know, championship bout. And I'm just like. I don't know how they keep going because six minutes I was dead, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially the, the bigger dudes because uh, yeah. they have more, they use more energy because yep. they're so big. And that's why I love it when I see people like, oh, like, why are you so tired? You're, you haven't even been fighting that long. I was like, have you ever been like that physically active for that amount right. of time? Right. It's draining. I remember I did a little bit of boxing too at one point. Mm-hmm. My, my shoulders were so tired, like just practicing like the first two minutes. Oh, yeah. You know, you don't realize. So, I mean, I, I can see that you've been really active throughout um, middle school, um, high school as well. Mm-hmm. Did you do any other sports besides wrestling? Um, or was it, ba- basketball was another one. Um, and basketball, I, I didn't do a lot with school. Um, I did all growing up, but that was more like I, I just love doing. Mm-hmm. I just have a blast playing, um, doing that kind of thing. Um, and running up down the court and exercising, pushing your body. But, uh, yeah, wrestling was the main one I got really into, though. Did you ever, I mean, I, I know a lot of people say not to take them before you turn 18. Did you ever get into supplements before? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, actually, when I was um, 12, when I started lifting, I jumped on creatine as well. Oh, dang. Yep, that's when it was popping. Still really popular, um, but it was at kind of a different level then mm-hmm. I think. Um, but yeah, hopped on creatine, um, and took my protein or mass gainers at the time just for some more size. Mm-hmm. 
that was the main supplement starting out till I got into high school. And then I got into a little more aggressive stuff after that. Did your parents know that you were taking it or? Yeah. Um, Cause I know some parents would be like, even, even my parents now they think, or especially my mom, anytime I take something, she, she's like, Oh, those are bad for you. And like things like right. that. Your, your parents never, never told you anything like that. No, no. My parents are pretty chill that way. Um, which was nice. But, uh, at the same time, they were never, uh, they never got into the supplement world, but they weren't against it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of, there's there, I don't know. They're pretty chill with that. I never remember any restrictions or saying, don't take that or be careful. <laughs> yeah. And did you love how, could you see the, the benefits? Of oh it? yeah. Did yeah. other, did the other kids know that you were, you were taking them? Yeah. I was, I've always been open. Um, I've been kind of open book on what I, you know, put into my body. Um, I'm pretty straightforward with it. So yeah, I'd always tell my friends and it's just one of those things is I kind of always got known for having, uh, um, you know, like biceps or whatever in mm-hmm. school. And, uh, like I said, it's kind of something you might drive you a little bit if you get a little bit of attention physically. Yeah. Um, and you just want to take it to the next level and keep pushing yourself. But yeah, the creatine, did its job, did its thing, especially at that age. And, um, but with the parents or just people in general, um, I think they're just not educated, Mm -hmm. um, on the supplements, um, slash they just read the bad stuff online. Um, and again, they're just basing it off that. So Mm -hmm. that's where you get all of them that are wary or don't want their kids on it. But dude, I can't tell you how many, Parents come in and we get their middle school, high school kids all hooked up on supplements all the time. Yeah. So when you got to high school, because I know what happened at Bono, there were some guys over there that were bigger than they should have been. You know what I mean? Like they got into taking some steroids and things like that. Did that ever cross your mind? And like, because like you said, you were getting that attention. You're like, let me take it to the next level. Did you ever think about that? Yeah. um, I think. Anybody who gets extremely into the lifting world, that will always cross their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the more hardcore stuff with steroids and different things like that. Um, so I, I never really dabbled too much with that. I mean, I did get it. The closest thing was like the pro hormones, mm-hmm. um, which basically were designed off steroids. And, um, you know, they were very aggressive <laughs> and they did their job for sure. Um so they weren't quite at the steroid level, but they, you got a lot of size from it, but you did get side effects too. So, um, I did get into, uh, pro hormones towards, I probably more towards like my senior year. Mm-hmm. So I was closer, you know, 18 then. Yeah. So you can, like, I can see, I mean, at the time you probably didn't know that you were going to end up owning a, a supplement nope. shop. But not like, at all. you can see how like little things just start adding up, you know, and, like you're into that world. You're, yep. it's not necessarily what you wanted to do. So you graduate, right? From, right. from Hillcrest. What were your plans after, after graduating? Were you planning on going to college or? No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah, a lot of people, right. Plan on college and different things like that. Um, again, my parents were, um, my dad went to college cause he got the scholarship with wrestling, but, um, my, my parents were huge. Um, as far as pushing the college scene, um, they're pretty chill, um, growing up and, um, kind of letting us do our thing and mm-hmm. what direction we wanted to go. And 
I'll be honest, I couldn't stand high school. Um, <laughs> it was one of those things like, I just want to survive, pass, graduate, and be done. Yeah. Um, so I never, college never um, looked like something I wanted to do. So um, I basically got in, the, my other passion, I would say, is like fashion. Um, and I got into the, you know, the uh, mall scene, um, started at Aeropostale. Oh, is <laughs> yeah. that where you started? Yep, that's where I started. Um, did that through high school. Um, and then at that point, that's when DeMarco's, uh, the manager, mm-hmm. um, you know, he saw something in me basically, um, and saw that potential in me, which was really cool. Um, and he instantly wanted to hire me at DeMarco's as assistant manager. Mm-hmm. And that's technically, I didn't have any manager experience prior to that, but he saw something in me, um, and gave me that opportunity and that's what dipped me into the management world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was there for a couple of years, as you remember. Um, and then Buckle came and hit me up. Um, and they stole me from DeMarco. Same kind of situation. They saw something in me. Went into their management program there. And they consider their management program like college. Um, mm-hmm. Meaning uh, to manage a Buckle, you'd either have to go you know, through the four years of college. Yeah. Or else you go through their management program for like four years. Oh, dang. Yeah, so it was really cool. What I liked about it is you're, um, when you go through them, you're learning everything, but it's all hands-on, right? Mm-hmm. And you're getting paid at the same time. So um, I give them a lot of credit for the ability to be able to run a store successfully mm-hmm. and manage people in that aspect. So, And then I was there for about six years. Oh, dang. And then I basically... Um, what happened with that is we we actually moved um, a couple times. We went to uh, Missoula, Montana, mm-hmm. um, to help run that buckle store there. Um, the general manager was based out of there, which mm-hmm. was cool. So it was almost like the decision we wanted to go there is because I wanted to work. I wanted to uh, learn from her. So mm-hmm. you always want to learn from the best yeah. and um, to just progress and improve yourself, and that's why we went there essentially to learn from her. Um, and we we're there for over a little bit of a year and then, um, went to Arizona for a minute and then it got to the point where I was kind of topped out where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning pay wise. I actually, I was, uh, at that time, the, the top paid, um, um, basically assistant manager at that time. Um, with that company, which was, you know, which was kind of a cool feat yeah. in itself. Yeah. Um, but to progress, I would have had to, uh, we would have had to move to a different state and do a store from there. Mm-hmm. And all, all my family lives here and same with my wife's family. Um, so I got to the point where I wasn't enjoying it quite as much and I just wanted more. Um, and we are actually on a drive home from Missoula back to Idaho Falls and me and my wife were just talking like, man, what's our next step? What do we want to do with the rest of our lives? Um, and she's like, why don't you open up a supplement store? (laughs) And it was like a light bulb literally went off Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, why don't I open up a supplement store? Cause we didn't have anything in Idaho Falls. Um, like I said, we had that little supplement store that Kindle did, um, at first, um, then, you know, that 
did, didn't succeed. And yeah. then um, we've had GNC. We had a complete nutrition at the time as well. Um, but that was it. Nothing like, you know, it, what was cool was every state we went to, again, I was always into the lifting world, didn't matter where I was, mm-hmm. you know, gym supplements and whatnot. But I would always find these like local, cool, hardcore supplement stores. Mm-hmm. And what I learned to love about them was anything I took worked first off. Yeah. Um, because we've all done the GNC thing, right? Yeah. Um, maybe even Walmart, whatever supplements you can get your hands on and try different things. Um, but there's, there's a lot of crap out there and there's a lot of stuff that doesn't really work or has fillers or doesn't do what it's supposed Mm -hmm. to. Um, so anything I did from these type of stores were just amazing, would blow my mind. And then on top of that, they were educating me on what I was putting in my body. So I was learning a lot at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, like for example, I remember walking into a GNC one time and you know, I don't think it's the guy, but he was probably 350 pounds on an oxygen tank telling me what supplements to take. And I'm like, something doesn't add up here. Like this is like, I felt like I was being punked or something. Oh, okay. So like he was on an oxygen tank because he was like older, not because he was like super. Because he was overweight. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I was at. And that was one thing that stuck out to me because I'm just like, like, why would I recommend what you're telling me to take mm-hmm. if you're not taking it and obviously living that lifestyle? Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. <laughs> so that was kind of a big eye opener for me. Um, but anyways, yeah, so she put that idea in my head and uh, basically the rest was history, man. Um, I mean, at that point, I will say... Uh, the next big step was because I made made a, our game plan, what we wanted to do and everything. Um, but basically, the next step was you know figuring out the money because, like I said, we're just I was just grinding, living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, living in an apartment. Yeah. Uh, just basically being able to get by because if you're in the retail world, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and and it's, I don't know if as an assistant manager, do you get commission checks on top of that? So that was one of the things that um, Buckle, I was one of the first ones to actually start getting, I, I was on a salary, but I was one, uh, I was the first one to actually start um, the manager. He was actually another general manager, JD, um, which look up to him a ton. He, he taught me a lot, but he got me on a, like a, a yearly bonus type thing okay. that helped out and everything. So, yes. So and now that you mentioned that, I can totally see it from your shop. Like you said, you would go to like local places because yours doesn't look like a GNC. It doesn't look like a complete nutrition. Right. They they look more uh, like if you're new. I hate to say it. They they look more new resolution type of uh, stores. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. Like when you don't know, you'll go there and you think whatever they're gonna give you is gonna work. Because uh, right. I've been to your shop, and it's actually one of the questions we have for you later, but. So you, you said you're trying to figure out the money, right? Yep. Um, you said complete nutrition and GNC were there at the time. Yep. Were you ever scared, like, oh, like I, I got to compete with these two because they're they got a lot of a lot of money like backing them already. Right, right. They already have their foundation, yeah. right? Um, and even clientele. Yeah. Because they were, I'm talking, GNC has been here since I remember, and complete at that time was here for at least ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it was one of those things. I was very, um, very confident in my game plan. 
And I knew what I was going to bring to Idaho Falls was going to be unique, different. Um, but I was so confident in the types of products we were going to carry mm-hmm. um, that were going to blow people's mind was my initial thought. Um, so I just figured with my game plan, I just felt like it was bulletproof. Like mm-hmm. if I implemented it and did it right, uh, nothing was going to stop me. And I'm very persistent, very. Um, so once I get an idea in my head, it doesn't leave till I do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's what kind of happened with Ripped. Um, yeah, but the, the money, you know, that was the next hurdle I had to get into. And um, basically with that, there's a couple different investors we were talking to at the time. Um, in fact, we got really, really close. Like we're looking at the location we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So with these, we didn't end up going through with these guys. But I mean, we're to the point we found the location we were at, um, the game plan, the money initially to put into it to start it up um, with these with these um, guys that we we're going to do the investment with. And literally, damn, probably a week before we were going to sign and finalize everything, mm-hmm. it fell through. Oh, um, dang. Yeah. Um, at the time, is it was, was kind of devastating because we were that close, right? Mm-hmm. To my dream, um, and opening up ripped. Um, it, in fact, at that time, I think uh, it wasn't even called ripped. We we're gonna do. There's a couple names. There's like extreme muscle, um, <laughs> some different ones. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So that fell through. But we're really one thing I'm very passionate about, and we're big on. Um, uh, is being religious and having that connection, um, Mm -hmm. with God for us. So uh, I was really big into praying about it, figuring, um, and kind of having him guide us as we're always big on that. Mm -hmm. Um, so when that happened, it was devastating, but at the same time it felt right Mm -hmm. in a weird way. And I had a like calming peace about it. And next thing I know, um, I was at my parents' house. I'm like, okay, you guys need to sit down, bust out a whiteboard. I said, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is my plan. Um, what do you guys think? And um, pretty much without even hesitation, they jumped right on board. Oh, yeah. And my dad pulled out his retirement and trusted me and went forward, and that's kind of how it went down. Dang. So like, he pulled out his retirement trusting you. Yeah. Were At any time, were you like, I can't screw like you know what I mean like you you, you get scared almost For you sure. have that fear which uh, I, I tell that to a lot of people they won't usually do something because because of that fear right. of taking that initial step you know what I mean like uh, at any point where you like maybe I shouldn't you know again I have because it crosses people's minds right all the time right again I I had that confidence with it and I was pretty sure with the whole situation. Um, but of course you do have that initial scare and you have that initial, like, damn, what about this fails or, um, yeah, what about no one comes in when I open the door, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. And so, yeah, that was for sure there. And uh, again, I didn't want to upset them, um, or of course make them lose their money. Mm-hmm. They were gambling on, um, with me and, uh, but no, I, at the same time I was more confident than scared and, I knew I was going to make it work and it just felt right. So I was, you know, following my gut feeling on it as well. So do, do you feel like, uh, I mean, obviously she, she put the idea in your head, you know, you also had that support system. Yes. I think that's a, 
a big thing with a lot of people. They don't have the right people around them to to help support them because like you'll question your your thoughts all the time you know like should i be doing mm-hmm. this and even when you said you were driving back you were like like she she's the one that brought it up to you you know what i mean yeah do, do you feel like if she would have never brought it up that day it probably wouldn't have happened or as soon you know it's one of those things like i felt like it, it was in our plan and we we're supposed to do it so i feel like it would eventually happen but you know i give her all the credit in the world because yeah, she is the one that brought up the idea. And I'm not 100% sure what would have happened if she didn't bring that mm-hmm. up at the same time. So, um, and she is 110% always, um, she's always backed me and gave me that support. And maybe that's a big part of why I had that confidence mm-hmm. with it succeeding because I knew I had her in the background um, supporting me and giving me that confidence to push through. So, yeah. And then I obviously have my parents, you know, instantly pretty much not even questioning it and going forward with it. And how long ago was this? So how it kind of started was because Rips um, this year, it'll be our eighth year being open, wow. which is crazy. Yeah. Time flies, man. Um, but <laughs> so basically we got our LLC uh, 2013. It was um, June-ish, mm-hmm. June, I think. Um but the store was brand new. Those buildings where we're at yeah, just got built. So everything was fresh. So cool thing is we got in at a time where I could have them paint it and kind of um, make it our own mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, but they weren't going to be finished till August, October. Mm-hmm. But we already had our LLC. I already quit my job. I was already you know full board on this um, going forward with it. And at the time, uh, my wife was actually pregnant. Oh, <laughs> so if she was working, being a baller, uh, doing her thing, um, just to keep us afloat, man, that was a stressful time to think back at it. Cause yeah, pregnant, I'm not getting it. You know, I was getting a little bit of money from the investment just to get by, yeah. but nothing like I was making even yeah. with retail and then her paychecks. So that was, and we're living in the basement of her mom's house at mm-hmm. the time, just like putting everything into this. So it was a huge sacrifice, uh, for sure. Um, the funny thing is, man, I was, because the building wasn't ready, but I'm like, we got to do this. Mm-hmm. So I started slaying supplements out of the basement, man. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. We, I was making people coming over, going out, giving them their supplements, you know, with the people I already knew and that were, you know, going to have that support system already. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd write me a check or whatever. Yeah. It, it was pretty cool. That's how we started. It's, it's funny how you like where you, when you're thinking about it now, like you don't realize at the point in time you, it's stressful, but you're in it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you don't have time to think about it. But now when you right. think about it, you're like, how, you know, like, like, how did we go through all that? But that's, that's what a lot of people don't realize is things like that happen. Like yep. it, it, you didn't one day like, oh, I'm open a supplement shop and here it is. And, and, and right. it just works out. And everyone who's been on here that has a business. Not the story. No one has thought of something and then it just magically happened and then right. was successful. There's a lot that goes behind the scenes that people don't see. You know oh, what I mean? For sure. They'll see you now. They'll see the, your your shop is doing amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're known all over town for the for the supplements. Right. But it didn't happen overnight. You know what I mean? Like it didn't happen. Like you had to grind it out for for that long right so you said you're slinging out of the the basement yeah so you signed right yeah 
you signed and then you had to start fixing it up or did you sign and it's already fixed up? Um, so yeah, we got everything signed, but they had to finish building it. So it put us a couple of months out from, uh, you know, already being ready to roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had the basement covered in supplements. We had our inventory <laughs> ready to roll. Yeah. All chilling in the basement, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had some pit. That would have been cool. Man, I wish I had some pictures of that. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was just covered. I had a desk in the corner doing my thing. Um, because like I said, that was what I was focusing on. So I wasn't working. So that's all I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had everything in place and ready to roll. Literally, we're just waiting on that, um, the door to open and for them to finish the construction. Um, it, but like with what you're saying, I mean, we didn't come from money. Uh, my dad worked at the site. My mom didn't work um, at the time. And so growing up and everything, I mean, we got what we needed. But I mean... We, by no means, were doing super well. Mm-hmm. Um, never had money handed to us, type thing. So yeah. it was definitely it wasn't something like I just had a bunch of money or I um, inherited a bunch of money that yeah. I could go just try to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, with that, you know, there's a lot more. I think there's something to that too. Um, with someone going out like that and putting money on you know, their savings or, uh, retirement on the line like that, it, it put a lot more, not even, I should say pressure, but more drive for you, more I, drive, I believe for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now you're like, I have to make it work. Like I don't, right, I, don't no, I don't care what I have to do. Yep. Like it has, and which is good that you get put in those situations because me, what I like to do is I like to put myself in awkward situations that normally some people wouldn't get into. Mm-hmm. Not not to to be awkward, but just it helps build that character. It helps build that like I don't know what it what you call it. Right. So now like every time I meet people, like I I, I can relate with them. I can talk with them. Yeah. But that didn't happen overnight. Like I remember I was too afraid to talk to people sometimes. You know. Oh like, yeah. Uh, but like little things like that. So what day did you guys open? So the official day we got into the store um we opened october 4th 2013 was when we opened the doors Mm -hmm. for uh, people to start coming in and it was crazy man i mean from the day we opened it was it was kind of it was really a success like we had people flowing in um obviously it's nothing like it is now but it was it was like wow like this is happening and people are actually coming in um it was very surreal, um, trippy feeling, uh, but it was cool. Yeah, since day one, since we opened, you know, and I can't thank this area enough because mm-hmm. the local support is insane here. Um, that's one thing I love about this town. Um, the people that back you, especially if you're local, um, they love the local support thing. They like shopping local. Um, so, I, and I knew that coming in, mm-hmm. um, but the biggest thing is, they can love you all they want, but you got to have, you got to back it up, right? Mm-hmm. You got to have the, for us, obviously supplements, the supplements had to back up what they're supposed to do for them to keep coming back. Um, yeah. And obviously we did that. So how did, cause I had, a, I was curious, how, how did you start to convince people about, because the labels and stuff that are the stuff that you sell now, it's a little bit more like all the same, but before you would bring like these ones with like crazy graphics on it, like real yeah. intense looking uh, supplements. Right. How would you try to com- 
convinced because that wasn't normal at the time. At the time, you would go to like the GNC. It was like a really basic, simple logo. Right. But yours were like crazy wild. And like, how how would you get people to start like buying those? Like, right. So this is how I started it out. Um, like I said, I knew which products worked, which ones didn't. Um, and there's a big, big difference between mainstream and I guess you can call it underground. Mm-hmm. Um, huge difference. And what I mean by that is um, you can compare the two products and you'll know the difference. So what I did actually was, I, and I did this on purpose, um, I started the store half mainstream mm-hmm. and half those exclusive products. Um, and I let them go head to head. And one thing that's unique about us, um, where we're hundred percent local, you know, we sample out all of our stuff. So yeah. we'll hook people up, um, with their pre-workout, take the scoop home, try it out, see what you think. So the cool thing with that is we got people to really, um, check out the mainstream and check out the exclusive products and let them go head to head. And at that point I was going to kind of let our town see what they wanted and kind of grow the store from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I was hoping it was more of the exclusive products because those are what I loved and yeah. liked um, and felt like worked a lot better. And that's what the feedback was. Yeah. People loved it. And that's what it kind of came down to is I think the trust of knowing we put them in our body, we use them and we sample them out. So they get to try them before they actually open it or taste it or whatever the case is. And, um, I probably the way we, um, I present myself in the store too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get a lot of compliments on like everybody who comes in, they're like, you know, um, I said, a one of my buddies, Trevor tell me the other day, he's like, you know, one thing that I love about you and I always hear is like everybody who leaves your shop, man, feels like they're your best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one thing we take a lot of pride in is our customer service and making them feel like family because at the end of the day, you know, that's why we're there. Um, so I guess making them feel comfortable and then them trying out the product, you know, it's whether it had a skull on it or whatever, <laughs> um, they were down to take it, which was cool. Yeah. And w- what I like that you do a lot, I, I mean, I see it when every time you go live or something on Instagram, if you guys haven't followed them, you guys should, um, you educate the people yes. like what they're taking, what it is, what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, cause th- there's some people who they don't really know. Like, I remember I went that to too. GNC one time and I asked something and he's like, oh, I think like, well, that didn't help me. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, I'm coming here to ask you a question about this supplement. And I, I think that goes a long way what you're doing. Yep. You're educating the people. Uh, that way they feel confident when they, when they're buying something from you. So also I got some, we had some questions for you. Since we're talking about barely opening the shop, which mm-hmm. was a success for the jump. Right. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever run into bumps? Like, because uh, the reason I say bumps is you even took some back in high school. And I even went to your shop and bought some at the time. And I know it was a big thing at the moment. It was the pro hormones. Yep. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. But uh, did you ever get a backlash from carrying those at your shop? Because you were um, the only shop, I think, that was carrying them. Yep, we were um, in our area for sure. Uh, a little bit. I mean, um, like with the anything, you're going to get some hate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the name of the game. But with – and that was one big thing is, like you're saying, we're very big on educating people um, so they know what they're taking and what they're putting in their body. But the biggest thing for me was um, 
was that letting them know, you know, if we're selling them a pro hormone, obviously they got to be of age first off. But second, um, we're very big on guiding them how to take it correct, what to take with it, what to take after. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, their health is our biggest concern. Yeah. Even though they we want them to reach the results or goals or whatever they're trying to achieve, um, at the end of the day, the biggest thing is their health. So we always put that first. So with that said, um, dude, you can go online and go buy them like crazy at this time. Yeah. This was before um, 2014. They had a huge ban on them. But mm-hmm. – um, before that, you can go online and go buy them like crazy. They're everywhere. So they're going to go buy them regardless. Yeah. They're coming to my shop to get it or they're going to go online and buy it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather them be educated and take the right stuff the proper way mm-hmm. versus going online, not being educated and, you know, maybe potentially hurting their body a little bit. Yeah, because I, I remember that exactly because uh, when I went in to, to get them, uh, I think you have a brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was helping me at the time. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He told me, like, I was like, oh, I want to get these ones. He's like, but you need to take this, like, after, like, it was like, so. Pulse cycle, yeah. Yeah. And not a lot of people would, at at the time, I thought I was just trying to get upsold. But then, like, you look back at it and you're like, after you saying that, I'm like, well, they're just trying to look out for me. Like, of course, they don't want to have something bad happen to me. So, like, because I remember this one guy, he was also, I'm not going to mention who it was. He was, he took some uh, pro hormones. Mm Mm-hmm. But he didn't take them properly. Right. Uh, he was taking more than he was supposed to, and he didn't do a post or anything like that. Right. And he got it messed up his, you know, hormones. His, yeah, or? it messed up his hormones, and he was blaming you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he went and blamed you like specifically, but to me, he was like, "Oh, it's like their fault." But in my head, I was like, "Do you know what you were taking though?" And then right. like he was explaining, I was like, "Did you take the the post?" And he's like, "No." Like, and then he was taking a lot because I guess the more you take, mm-hmm. the, That's the worst <laughs> concept. But yes, people, if this were this much works, this much more will do this, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you didn't get a, a big, I mean, they really worked for me too, but yeah, they do their thing. Um, and honestly, I don't take them anymore. We still carry some pro hormones that are still legal, but, um, now it's more into like the SARM world and different things that are out there that are just way better Mm -hmm. um, for your body. Um, And you don't get near the side effects, but you can still get some awesome results with it. Um, But yeah, there's, you get those people um, that are going to blame you or whatever the case is. But I mean, we had a a disclosure and everything on them, Mm -hmm. you know, for selling them. And, but at the end of the day, you can you can tell some people all you want what to do, mm-hmm. how to take them, um, what not to do, and you know, um, and they just either don't listen or don't care, and they're just going to do it their way. So yeah, and which reminds me about like, uh, I mean, even if you take pre workout, too much of it is going to be bad. You know, right. like uh, you just got to be educated in anything you put into your body. Right. Uh, so one thing that one of the questions was uh, most people think that creatine is like some sort of steroid <laughs> what what is creatine yeah yeah definitely not a steroid um doesn't work anything with hormones so all steroids are gonna utilize hormones some mm-hmm. way or another um um so yeah with creatine um it's working within the cells um 
and what it's essentially doing is pulling in that water that you're intaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes them bigger, and that's why you get that fullness and that bigger look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it uses water, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, and because of that, you um, the benefits, you know, you're getting added strength with it. You're getting more muscle, more endurance, more recovery. Um, so, yeah, creatine uh, creatine's definitely very safe to take. Um, but they're, they're a lot more advanced on it now. So mm-hmm. like when we took it back in the day in high school, it was just your good old creatine monohydrate yeah. and flavored powder. You yeah. know? Um, I don't know if you remember loading uh, or any of that, but basically you're taking like five times the dose to get it in your system. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Um, but the down downside is, uh, with monohydrate, um, you do get, uh, if I was going to say any, downsides on creatine that's the one that you do get some side effects with with like bloating mm-hmm. um you'll see in their face a little bit of that extra excess water weight um sometimes cramp maybe a little stomach discomfort mm-hmm. um but that was pretty much it i mean the biggest thing you could do is not drink enough water that might be a little hard on the kidney mm-hmm. but no long-term issues or anything like that just while you're on it um but nowadays they're so far advanced on creatine like with pills and different ones that you don't have to load it. You don't get the water weight. Um, so essentially monohydrate is turning to crealkaline or nine in what the issue with that, that's, I call that the toxic creatine. That's the one that's giving you the side effects mm-hmm. and none of these, uh, newer ones convert to that. So you don't get any of those side effects. Oh, so nice. yeah. Yeah. Super safe. I have girls that take it all the time, guys. Yeah. See, uh, that's one question that I have, uh, you know, based off of that one. Um, so I always got told that you're supposed to take creatine consistently. And once you stop, it just like completely leaves your body. Like how, do, how does it, do you have to be consistent with it in order for it to have like its full effect? Right. So creatine, creatine is one of the pickier ones with, um, again, where it's working with that water, um, takes a minute to kick in. And when it does, I mean, the longer you take a little bit better benefits you get from it. So you do want to run it usually at least two months Mm -hmm. if you're running it, um, if not longer. Um, But let's just say you put on 10 pounds, you know, um, with it. Um, Essentially kind of my rule of thumb with it and what we saw with us personally and our guests taking it, generally lost about half of that when he got off. Mm -hmm. Um, But still, I mean, if you're putting on 10 pounds um, and you kept five pounds of muscle, you definitely made good progress, right? Yeah. Um, Because it's not taking, I mean, yes, you do essentially lose that water weight it was putting in those muscles, Mm -hmm. but you're, it's not, you can't take away that work that it's allowing you to do to push yourself harder in the gym, work out harder and you're breaking down those muscle fibers to build more muscle. So the end of the day, um, yeah, it's still building muscle and you do get to maintain it as long as you're maintaining it. That's the biggest thing yeah. is you keep that lifestyle going after. So would you, uh, recommend take, cause like right now, uh, I've been trying to lean out, so mm-hmm. I'm cutting and obviously you see like a strength decrease and yeah, just like for sure. energy decrease. Would, is it good to keep taking it while, while you're, while you're cutting? Yeah. So I have one called K4, um, that's extremely popular for people cutting. Um, that's that one that, you know, you're trying to get that six pack in or whatever, mm-hmm. losing weight. Um, but still keeping that muscle definition, that strength up. 
um, and being able to push yourself. Cause you know, when you're cutting, a lot of people go low on carbs or whatever it is and you lose a lot of strength, um, during that cutting phase. So that does allow it to keep up. Um, well, if anything, put on a little bit of tone muscle at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's great. I have a lot of people take that with fat burners and different things. Oh, nice. Yeah, that, that was actually, it's funny how, uh, that's the next question about yeah. fat burners. Uh, some people, some people tell other people that fat burners don't work or mm-hmm. like not to take them. This question says, do fat burners really work and how? Yes. Great question. Um, so yeah, again, with supplements, like I was mentioning earlier, there's a lot of crap out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, that's where we get into a lot of our experience with ripped is, um, weeding out all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff that has, you know, either fillers in it, um, underdose, you know, I'd say that's a huge one. You see a lot of them that have maybe some good key ingredients, but they're very underdosed. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, you're not going to get the results you want from it, or you didn't notice anything from it besides mm-hmm. maybe some caffeine, some yeah. energy. Um, and then you got other ones that just go crazy high in the caffeine. So you just kind of, in a sense, feel, um, cracked out, yeah. but you're not really losing a lot of weight. Um, like hydroxycut or some along those lines that you'd find at Walmart or mm-hmm. GNC. Um, so with fat burners, yeah, that, that is a big one. Um, finding the right ones. So when it comes down to it, I only carry like 10 different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as ones with, so we have ones with stems, which is basically ones that give you energy. And then we have ones that are non-stem without all that caffeine or extra added stuff for whether people don't a want it or be sent really sensitive to it. Um, so fat burners are essentially going to work by heating up the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're heating up the body, you're just burning more calories. So like if you and me were on the fat burner right now, we'd be burning extra calories, just chilling, which oh, is nice. cool. Um, Second, boosting metabolism, Mm -hmm. which is huge. Um, Obviously, uh, diet's a huge part of the metabolism, um, but taking a fat burner is going to speed that up for sure a lot. Um, Boosting thyroid, some hit that, some don't. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, I only only carry a couple that hit the thyroid. Um, But (laughs) you know very well what the thyroid um, sounds like. But yeah, boosting that thyroid or maybe your thyroid's working a little bit slower against you, um, you're not going to get that weight loss that you want, Mm -hmm. that you're trying. Um, So boosting that's obviously a huge benefit. Um, And then appetite and suppression. That's probably my favorite thing with fat burners. Um, And again, you got to get the right ones, but the ones that do it, kill it, man. Like my appetite will be gone. And it's so easy to not have the cravings for fast food or junk food or whatever your fix is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really easy just to get something in your system about every three hours. Um, you get full quick. So you're not again, overeating. So you're keeping calories low, um, which allows you to follow the diet, right. And you'll get a lot of weight loss with it. And I, I think one of the biggest things that people, um, don't realize it. I know it's the most common one or like it's common sense. Your diet has to be yes. right. If you're going to be no fat burner is just going to let you eat like crap and like lose a bunch of weight. There is no magic pill. Exactly. That's what I tell people. <laughs> They're like, should I take a fat burner? I was like, what is, well, what does your diet look like? Right. Like, do you need it? Are you eating clean? And like, but that's, so, that's a big thing is you have to eat clean. And a couple things to back that up. Um, yes, there is no magic pill. Um, but at the same time, 
um, what we get up with a lot of people again was the app with the appetite and suppression that allows people to get on track with their diet and helps a ton. And then second, a lot of people are very motivated by taking something. Like if I'm going to invest money into this stuff, oh, yeah. it's going to put me on another level. Um, if I'm taking it where maybe they weren't at before. So it's funny how like you're rolling right into these questions. So the right. next one has to do with, uh, <laughs> Uh, what subs do you recommend to start out with? I see people buying hundreds of dollars worth of subs, but my budget can't afford that. Right. So that's good. So, and, and again, um, with ripped, we're so, we're so catered to that individual guest. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's one thing I love is the more upfront they can be with me, the easier it is to help them. And if, Budget's one of those things. That's great. Like to let me know, say I'm working with a hundred bucks a month. Mm -hmm. What can I get for these goals or what should I get? You know? Um, and that makes it so much easier to be able to cater that to them and get them, you know, the best products possible for what they're looking for. Um, so basically essentially your, your biggest ones to be on, um, protein would probably be the biggest. Um, and that is probably our top seller mm -hmm. that we sell. Um, so with protein, you can use it as, you know, a meal replacement. Um, obviously post-workout is the most important one. So, you know, you, you go work your butt off, whether that's through cardio, lifting weights, um, you know, whatever you're doing for that activity. Um, you get, you give yourself about a 45 minute window mm -hmm. where your body's like a sponge and it's going to absorb all that protein instantly. So you got to have something that digests really fast. That's why protein powders are so popular. Um, and that's going to give you that uh, it's going to help you with weight loss. It'll help you with muscle tone. Recovery is huge, you mm -hmm. know, so you're not near a sore. So you can, you know, push yourself um, sooner and quicker. Yeah. Um, so protein for sure. BCAAs, I'd say, is the second. Um, and we sell tons of BCAAs as well. Um, BCAAs are going to be your best friend for soreness. Um, you sip on them during the workout. Mm -hmm. um, again, when you're lifting, your body becomes a sponge. Um, so as you're sipping on them, I mean, you're absorbing all that instantly, which is going to help with like your endurance during the workout. It keeps mm -hmm. you from fatiguing, um, uh, which is one of my favorite parts of taking it. And then it helps a ton with that soreness. And I kind of look at it, it's almost like a primer. Mm -hmm. So it gets your body all set up for that, uh, increasing that protein synthesis. Yeah. So it's ready for that protein instantly afterwards. So BCAAs are a huge one. Um, and then I would say our third top seller, well, actually probably our second top seller is pre-workouts. Mm -hmm. um, so we do a ton with pre-workouts. And again, we cater, we cater all of our products were like this, but just for example, pre's, you know, we go all the way down to $20 up to, I think 60 is our most expensive one. Mm -hmm. um, but you're paying for what you get at the same time. Um, but we have those price ranges, you know, on purpose. And then, we have all your different levels from a non-stim pre-workout to a low stim to a medium to a high, depending on your needs that way. Um, and then obviously you should toss in like a multivitamin. Unfortunately, most people aren't good with that. Yeah. Or take, you know, your Walmart once one a day or whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but there's at the same time, um, not trying to dip too far off the question, but like, for example, with your proteins, there's, again, there's so much crap out there. And proteins was the most most um, common one for fillers. Um, like muscle milk, um, they found traces of lead in them. So metal, oh, wow. which is trippy, right? Yeah. So you obviously you don't want metal in your body. <laughs> that <laughs> does true. not help with your gains. <laughs> huh. But 
yeah, like all this trippy stuff that you find out. Um, in you know what's crazy is a lot of those that they found stuff in um, were mainstream products. Yeah. Um. So even though, so I don't know, if people are maybe uh, just the sound of underground or whatever. Um, they might found sketchy or at first or whatever till they're educated on them and try them. But mm-hmm. really, most of the uh, issues I've ever found with supplements were mainstream ones. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel like more they're gonna try to put the best uh, ingredients in the in their product because they want it to sell. You know, right. usually like you, like you said, if the ones that are considered underground, uh, they want their supplement line to to blow. You know right. what I mean? So I, I think that. So w- is that what you would say? Uh, protein, uh, BCAAs, and pre-workout. Yeah. Like look, if if they had to choose like in order, like protein, BCAAs, and pre-workout. Yep. Because mo- most people they'll go and buy a pre-workout, but yeah, but like what is the rest? Do you have a protein? Like you should right. You know, invest in a in a protein. That that's my biggest thing is is there since we're speaking about protein. So two questions. First one is, what do you do? Like, I take a protein shake and I don't feel full at all. Like, okay. and I want to keep eating. Right. And then the other one, since we're talking about pre workouts, uh, why does my face itch when I take a pre workout? <laughs> so, that's a good one. Um, so, go with the protein first. Um, so, there are different types of protein, um, and all of them are going to digest differently. Um, so, kind of go with your question that you don't feel full, right? Mm hmm. Are are you using as a trying to use as a meal replacement in a sense? I was. I haven't taken a pre uh, a protein in a while for that reason because I feel I still feel hungry right after. Yeah, it wasn't uh, to me. I felt like it wasn't working, so I was like, I'd rather just go eat something real quick. Right. So, um, yeah. So with that, there's different types of protein, um, and they're all going to do a little bit of a different thing. So with your scenario, like if you came in and that was your concern. I would get you more of a, on a time released one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to make you feel, um, fuller, quicker and sustain you for a longer period of time, which is great for a meal replacement, especially yeah. if you're, man, if you're hustling on the go, whether it's work, you're stay, you know, running around watching the kids, whatever, yeah. you still get time to make your meals. Um, that is a great option to hurry up and get in you and sustain you for a long period of time until you can get to that next meal. Um, and a big, uh, you know, and that caters to so many people, which is cool. But with the protein, um, to real quick to go into this, the different types of protein, there's definitely a a difference in the protein you take. Mm -hmm. So protein is not just because it's protein doesn't mean they're all the same. They're definitely different. Um, and again, we'll educate our guests on this all the time, but what you, you just want to put the best thing in your body possible. Um, in my opinion. And if you're buying that Walmart Costco style of protein, you're mm-hmm. not going to, obviously you're, you know, you're paying that price that's cheap, but you're not going to get that quality to back it up either. Yeah. So we, we're big on educating them on getting the right types of protein to put into their body. And when they do that, I mean, hundred percent of the time, they always notice a difference for sure. Game changer. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to sure. have to go and pick, cause I know you can get more from, uh, a protein shit like whether it be like other stuff that they have in it because like some of them include other ingredients you know mm-hmm. and that can be beneficial for your recovery and and you know and so on right uh, but, but that was my biggest thing is like i would take it and like i 
I still feel hungry. I'm like, this is not working, you know, like I'd rather eat and feel full than take the protein and right. not feel full. So, I mean, that's why I'm glad you came on so you can educate everybody and myself yep. about how this stuff works. So the pre-workout, wh why do some people get the face? So um, they have a, a ingredient in it called beta alanine, um, which the reason they put it, cause there's a lot of cool benefits from it. I mean, it does help with performance, um, helps with recovery, helps with strength and actually helps with some fat loss as well. Um, side effect, you tingle. <laughs> um, now our pre's carry different, um, doses of this ingredient. And we even have some that don't have it because not everybody loves that feeling. Um, I would say with our guests, cause it's such a big seller, eight out of 10 of them love that sensation. They're mm -hmm. like, Oh, my pre's kicked in. I'm ready to roll. Yeah. Um, but just for example, that's one thing I do educate our guests on as well. Um, basically I don't want them to think they're having some kind of allergic reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, or they're like, what the hell did I just take? What's wrong with my body type thing? Um, so we'll let them know you, you definitely will tingle you know, that's normal. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's funny cause everybody's a little different on where you tingle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I remember the first time I ever had taken a pre-workout. It was, uh, I can't remember. It was, a, it was huge back then. And then they took it away because I guess they had something in it and then they brought it back just like a lesser version mm -hmm. of it. I can't remember what, but anyways, that one like made my face start tingling. I'm like, what is going on? Right. And then you hear about those, can, can this happen? This, this is why I asked this. Those stories where like, I guess they have to call like ambulance because they're like freaking out, like uh, almost like a heart attack. Can that happen with the, with pre-workouts or are they just freaking out in their head? Generally, no. Um, if anything, it's probably just sparking like an anxiety attack or something. Uh, yeah. um, I mean, you would have to, I mean, that would have to be a severe case. Like that'd have to be somebody who never takes caffeine mm -hmm. and they went to like the strongest one you can get on the market. It maybe took more than they're supposed to for something weird like that to happen. Yeah. But um, obviously we hear all the feedback from our stuff and over the eight years, I've never had an issue with um, um, something like that or with the heart. or um, And that's why we always take such a cautious approach to every guest that comes in and what they're taking and putting in their body. Um, so we don't ever run into something hurting them or, mm -hmm. um, you know, something like that to avoid all those types of situations. Well, they probably got it from uh, somewhere where they didn't tell them. Uh, you're not supposed to take more than one scoop. Would you, would, would you recommend that to, to people? If you haven't taken a pre-workout, start with at least like half a scoop? A yes, scoop? yes, for sure. Um, again, that's probably the first question I always ask them. What's your caffeine intake daily right now? Mm -hmm. um, most people are like, oh, I have a cup of coffee or maybe one energy drink a day or something like that. And I'll base it off that. So we're not obviously we want to go in to give them a boost from what they're taking, but not over overboard. Um, so yeah, definitely start off, always start off smaller and work your way up for sure. Okay. And let's see. Oh yeah. I was going to ask this earlier. Where did you, you said there was multiple names that you guys were going to choose from. What made you decide on rib nutrition? Yeah. So actually my um, father-in-law, um, was, I can't necessarily remember if um, I brought up Ripped or he did, but either way, he did do the cool way of spelling it without the E in yeah. there. Um, <laughs> and 
once he wrote, he's kind of a, um, he's really artistic. Mm -hmm. So he kind of like drew it up and did it that way. And, you know, we got a visual of it and I was like, hell yeah, that's it. That is it. And what we did from there, um, I was like, rip, that's, you know, rip nutrition. That's going to be it. And then I, um, did, um, personally, I designed the logo from there. Um, and what we did actually was we got about four or five different colors that mm -hmm. we wanted to test it on. Mm -hmm. So our main logo that you see, you know, everywhere, um, we did five different colors on it and, you know, laid them all out to decide which color to go with. And, yeah. Lime, you know, and lime green was the winner, man. Yeah, that's a, that's actually one of the questions. Uh, why did you choose those colors? Yeah, like was it just because like it looked said, best on paper? Yeah, uh, we wanted to go with the look with it. You know, I was the one that came up with the idea with the decals on the cars as mm -hmm. well. Um, so I knew it had to be fresh. I knew people, you know, people would have to like it. Mm -hmm. um, otherwise, the car decal wouldn't work either. Because yeah. everybody's going to want to rock some they don't like the look of um so that's kind of where um yeah once we like i said we laid out all the different colors um and there's some other cool ones but that just really stood out to us um yeah and we you know uh the owners and us sat there and um all kind of voted and we all all agreed on that okay. so in initially actually um when i was drawing up the business plan orange was the initial color i was thinking Oh, like a like a neon orange yep. type of color. Yep. Okay. Um, and I was actually pretty stuck on that till I saw the green. <laughs> so I like the green because my favorite color is green. So yeah, like all it. those shades of green. Yeah, I love them. Um, so I know we we touched on it a little bit earlier, but w what would you tell those people that say that our supplements bad for your health? Yeah, it really just get educated on it, um, and that, I think that's why we're so you know one reason why we're so successful is guests get very comfortable with us um, in trusting us and what we say and mm -hmm. how we guide them. Um, and they literally will come in month after month, be like, hey, this is what I just ran. This is what it did for me. Um, what do you recommend for the next step? And we just kind of keep going with it like that. So it's never like a, you know, one education trip and you're done. Yeah. That's every single time. Um, so we're very catering to their needs. So with – because we run into that and we have run into that obviously with the naysayers and people mm -hmm. that, you know, whether they read a bad review online, maybe they had a personal bad experience. Maybe they read on pro hormones, who knows? Um, and again, with pro hormones, those aren't for everybody. And those weren't, that's what we were trying to base them off. There's a certain niche and certain group of people. Yes. That fits maybe their needs, but for the average person that walks in, no, mm -hmm. Um, and we're not going to just, you know, we're not one thing like I couldn't stand about like a GNC and stuff is they're very in my manager that I have right now. She's a rock star, Heather. Um, she actually came from GNC. Um, so I got her from there and she was managing <laughs> the GNC in the mall and I already knew a lot from GNC, but she even took it to another level as far as how they push certain products each month. Mm -hmm. Essentially you could go in there and be like, man, I want this powder and suddenly they're all they're trying to do is sell you on their multivitamin, you know, that has nothing to do with what you're looking for in yeah. the first place. And it's very pushy on, cause they make, I mean, they literally will make more commission on those products are pushing that month than they do any other products. So that's why they push them. Um, mm. So it's very driven that way. And I can't stand that. I'm yeah. like, everybody that walks in is going to have a different need and want 
So there's not a specific thing I try to sell every day. Yeah. Everyone's going to be different. Um, so I, I don't have any like layout like that and we don't work off commission either. Um, that was a big thing. We just, we just want to give the guests exactly what they need. Um, and it's going to be different with everybody. So then, yeah. And, um, well, I'm glad you guys do that. Cause yeah, I've been into GNC before and I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. Right. <laughs> you know, like, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm here for this other thing. Yep. Uh, another question was, but we answered it earlier. Uh, you brought it up. Uh, it was why a supplement shop, but if you made it this far on the podcast, you obviously heard it earlier. Why you just, you just been in, in this lifestyle for the longest time. And yeah, it, you know, one of the biggest things is I, I saw how much of a difference it made on my, my body myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, how much progress I made, how much quicker the progress was, um, you know, so that gave me a huge passion for it. Um, and one of our main goals with ripped is just people having a healthier lifestyle, man. I mean, with all this COVID crap and all this stuff happening, it's probably more important than ever to live that healthy lifestyle and be healthy. Um, so that's a big part of, you know, it's very satisfying, um, and one of my favorite things is, you know, like let's say I got somebody off a prescription or, um, you know, maybe their liver was bad and we got their enzymes back up and healthy. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of healthy aspects too. It's not just like your basics. I mean, we cover everything. Um, and again, I take a lot of pride and passion in what products we carry for every scenario. Um, cause I only want to carry the best ones out there and that's kind of how we base everything off. So, Yeah. And I had a question since you actually touched on it just here. So, I mean, none of us knew what was going to happen last year. You know, it just, Mm -hmm. things got out of hand. How did you guys react to the whole, because I'm pretty sure you guys had a shutdown too, right? Yeah, initially, yep. So, like, what was that like? Like, I know it's it was scary for most businesses. You're like, what what do you mean I have to close and, like, nobody's going to come in and shop? Like, how, how how did you guys overcome that? Yeah, that was... Obviously, that's pretty trippy for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something we'll always remember. So, yeah, I guess it was one of those things. And we were doing, like, record numbers before it happened, too. Okay. Like, each year, you know, we've always grown. We've never had a year that we haven't. Um, so, you know, we're cruising before all that happened. And boom, you know, suddenly a shutdown. And everybody's, like, scared because it's so new mm-hmm. and kind of freaking out, you know. Um so basically, yeah, the initial initial shutdown, we shut down, and uh, because they didn't make um, at first, supplements weren't essential mm-hmm. technically, um, but probably halfway through it, um, they made them essential. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did, excuse me, um, what we did was we made uh, we we probably shut down for. I want to say two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, from there we went to curbside. So we would, we promoted like what days we were going to be open for so many hours. Um, you know, come, come roll up. We'll come meet you outside your car window. Mm-hmm. You know, we had the mask, gloves, yeah. the whole thing going. Um, 
had our little pin pads like we're at a restaurant or something, <laughs> writing their supplement orders, running in, grabbing them, running their card, bringing them out to them. So it was kind of, a, I mean, for what it was, it was a, a kind of a cool experience. Um, and we got to go you know, through that, and that kept us afloat. Um, you know, and then they came out with the, you know, the small business, like loans and different things to kind of help out to kind of keep payroll going Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, we, we survived it just fine. Um, but you have to adapt to it. You got to learn. Um, I think with any business, you got to learn how to roll with the punches and what happens. Yeah. I I feel like that's the biggest thing with businesses now. Like if you don't know how to adapt, whether it be like a COVID situation mm-hmm. or how you have to promote with social media. People think that it doesn't really do anything, but social media generates those sales. Like uh, people, they'll see a supplement and you talk about it on your live and you're like, Oh, well, let me go try that. You know, like right. he was talking about it. And like, I, I feel like the companies that are able to adapt to the, those situations, whether it, whatever it may be mm-hmm. like ten, is, tend to thrive a little bit more. I, I personally think, yeah. but uh, I'm glad you guys didn't, get hit too hard because yeah, I appreciate that. The, the, the reason I asked too is because a lot of the gyms started closing. So like yes. if people aren't working out, people don't want to take supplements, you know, and that was the biggest hit man for us was when they shut the gyms down. Um, because a lot of people relied on that and that's when they were taking their supplements when mm-hmm. they were going to the gym. Right. So you only had a handful. Um, I call them like our, our, uh, um, like our extreme guests or, you know, the ones that, um, maybe our gym junkies or meatheads, whatever you want to call them that every month they take their supplements, no matter, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that, you know, group of people that kept us afloat and they were buying their supplements even during the shutdown. And then some of them were, um, have their, maybe their home gym or else if they didn't have that, they're trying to make it work. So you saw a lot of people, getting really creative and doing oh, yeah. whatever exercise they could at home. Cause I mean, that was a lot of downtime. So you had to do something, you go nuts. Um, and that's when we kind of got into doing some TikTok videos and just trying to make as much light out of the situation mm-hmm. as we could making it positive and still giving tips throughout the whole process. So, yeah. The, yeah. Cause I know a, a lot of businesses struggled during that time and, and it sucks when like it, they're local, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, so I remember like, I mean, I'm not going to exactly say who, what happened, but like, uh, over at tops where I do like the media and stuff Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, we were helping out a lot of companies, you know, like, uh, this restaurant is doing curbside. Let's, let's buy that. Right. People are struggling, you know what I mean? Like, so, and, and then that, that was a big thing, like why I wanted to ask because gyms were closed. Luckily enough, I know a guy who has, he owned a gym before it was like a small little CrossFit gym. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it, it was him and his ex-wife. They closed it. He made his uh, – and he took all his stuff and made his uh, garage a gym. Oh, cool. So I was working out there, which actually looked like a legit gym. Right. You know, so I didn't get to feel that, you know, like not working out or trying right. to be creative. Uh, I remember when he told me, he said, hey, just come work it out my gym. I'm thinking he's going to have a few dumbbells, yeah, uh, right. like simple. a little bench, uh, you know, something. You know, the, those basic home gyms. Right. I walked into the garage and I'm like, this Damn, is not like a, a home. <laughs> yeah, this is not a home gym. That was a that that was a big thing. And another question that I had for you was because this happened before the shutdown, right? It was when you brought Jay Cutler down. Yeah, yeah. So, so how, how did that come to come to be? Because Jay Cutler coming to a little town like Idaho Falls, you know, it's not. That's a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, that was after, cause you're always wanting to progress, uh, progress. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things once, you know, we got our feet under us and we passed that five year mark of running a business and, you know, being able to stay uh, successful, it was like, what's next? You know, what's next? And, you know, one thing I have a passion about is, you know, people who you look up to. Um, so I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta bring someone here, um, just for all of our guest support, um, just something cool, um, to kind of give back in a way, mm-hmm. but at the same time for people to, um, you know, essentially meet like celebrities in this world. Yeah. Um, and who better than, you know, four time Mr. Olympia, Jay Cutler. Yeah. Uh, which he was one of my biggest idols growing up for sure. So he was the first one I had in mind and it was just one of those, like, you know, again, maybe, uh, uh, God played a big role in that, but it's one of those like things I reached out, did an email mm-hmm. and he emailed me back. Oh, wow. I mean, how many times, I mean, maybe as a business owner, I can't tell you of how many like celebrities or whatever you want to call them that I've reached out to that you never hear anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably don't even look at it. Yeah. So, um, anyways, he emailed me back and I'm like, what? And <laughs> he's like, Hey, this is Jay Cutler. Um, he's like, where's your store located? And started asking questions, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, is this actually Jay Cutler? Like, <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm like a fangirl over here. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, no, he's like, you know, this is him. He's like, I do all my, I answer all my personal stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always me. I'm like, whoa. And he's like, after we emailed a couple of times, he's like, hey, here's my phone number. Let's set up a call and we'll talk. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. Like, I have his freaking phone number on my phone? Okay. <laughs> um, and he was so willing to give it to me. Mm-hmm. It was, I thought that was kind of, that was really cool. Um, anyways, we, we talked on the phone, got a feel for each other um, and kind of got a vibe for what, you know, what we were looking for. And he was totally down to do it. Um, so we kind of, from there set a date, um, you know, and made it happen. So, yeah. And that was something new. Cause I mean, obviously these other supplement shops aren't bringing, um, I mean, you can call them athletes here right. to, to come and just like talk to the people, you know, like, yeah. especially like you said, four time Olympia champion. Uh, I was actually trying to go, but I, I had to work, unfortunately. You know what I mean? <laughs> wasn't able to make it. But unfortunately, I, saw, I heard that a lot. <laughs> I, I saw a lot of the snaps. Like a lot of my buddies went. How how was that? Like the man. the the reaction from the community. That was so cool. Such good feedback, man. Um, and people are so thankful for it. It was really cool to hear. Um, and it was satisfying, you know, because that was kind of the whole point of doing it. Um, but you know, the cool thing was he's so down to earth and he's so willing to, you know, answer any questions mm-hmm. and, you know, people would ask him about steroids and all that. Cause I mean, he's a monster. Yeah. Um, and he was so open about talking about it, all of it, which I thought was so cool. And I, I think that's unique and hard to find mm-hmm. and someone at that status. So bringing him here and, um, being able to, you know, have people meet him and talk to him, get their signatures and, um, obviously we're doing our anniversary at the same time and we're doing really good deals. You know, it was just such a cool atmosphere and it was so fun. Um, I mean, it was cool. I, it, it sounds so weird, but I even had some people ask me for my autograph during that time. It was like, <laughs> I'm like why do you want my autograph? That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it was like, 
kind of just put in perspective of, you know, maybe how much that meant to people or, mm-hmm. um, whatever. It was yeah. Cool. I, I think it's because people, you, you really don't know, but who actually looks up to you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes I'll get like people message me on Instagram. They're like, cause I'm always trying to promote like investing, like hustling, like mm-hmm. motivate, like all this. And like, People message me like, "Hey, like you're such an inspiration, like th- things like that." I'm like, "What the hell?" Right. Like, so cool. I- I'm just doing it because I want people to be better, but people are actually listening. And then right. same goes for you. Like, I'm pretty sure people see you educating people, which mm-hmm. is not not a lot of business owners. I mean, they're, they're customers because they want them to have the best product. And if you don't have them come back, like, there's only so many people that go into the shop and like. For, one-time purchases right. you know you, you need to have that those recurring customers yep so i mean that that's what i love that you do online is that you make a presence online too and not only are you selling them like an awesome product you know so i can see i can see why people uh look up to you you know what i mean like and so they want that autograph and uh you may not see it now kind of like before when you were yeah, trying to sure. open the 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 shop you're going through that phase like right now like you're people want to be where you're at of course it's going to come with a hate like like i said that's why i like to get people's story out to see it wasn't so easy to get to right, that right. to that area and like they're able to see like where you're at and what it took to get there you know what i mean like it takes a lot of work and uh it doesn't seem like you've slowed down at all like wh- what what would you say that keeps you motivated to keep doing the same thing no that's a good question um yeah i would i would say my passion behind it man it's it's not and one of the things I wanted to get out of um you know my uh the retail world oh, I mean technically I'm still in it but <laughs> you know what I was doing prior to ripped um outside of obviously wanting to be my own boss and doing my own thing was uh I wanted to do something I was extremely passionate about so not a lot of people can say they wake up and they're excited to go to work mm-hmm. um and go grind all day yeah. And I still get that. Mm-hmm. I haven't lost that. Um, and that drives me. I love, you know, uh, technically, um, I think tell people get to know me. Um, I mean, when they see me in the store and stuff, I'm not shy at all. So I'm in my element. Mm-hmm. But in general, I'm probably a little bit more shy and I'm not that type. I'm just going to go up and go talk to everybody. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think with... Uh, they can they can definitely see that passion behind it and they understand um when they're talking to me um i mean it's and that's what probably does a lot with building those relationships with all the guests that come in and everything because i look at a difference i like i'm just looking at someone coming in and buying something you know it's like i want to get to know them i want to know their situation um and i want to make it better for them for whatever their needs are and yeah i just think having that 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 passion behind it's what drives me and we're still we're still growing man it's insane we still have like five to ten new people a day coming in oh it trips me out bro like all you know i have to sit back sometimes i'm like how do we still get that much new people coming in (laughs) like after eight years it's still popping and um obviously auto falls has had a huge growing spur Mm -hmm. with you know california and different states moving in here yeah um which is a part of that for sure um but at the same time i mean we do have a little little bit more of that hardcore look and that's what i was going for but at the same time you do 
with that, you're going to get some people that are either intimidated or scared to come in, um, or maybe they just were scared of supplements or whatever their issue was, um, mm-hmm. that eventually warm up to it. And once you've been around enough and they can see, oh, mm-hmm. wow, it's working and people love them. Yeah. Like, okay, now I gotta go see what they are about. So, you know, I, I think that's coming around too. I think so. I, I think you also get a you're satisfied like you like watching their journey. You know yes. what I mean? Like say yes. they come in, like they're starting to work out or starting to get into supplements, and then you, you know, almost guide them in their journey, like yep. with the right supplements. And all of a sudden you get like them super fit, you know, or shredded, yeah. or just like they feel more confident with themselves. That, I think yeah, that's the that's, biggest thing is the confidence. It's a huge confidence yeah. booster. I love people just seeing people grow and, you know, become, you know, essentially just becoming the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in the back of our our store, we have our ripped wall, mm-hmm. which is all just um, people with their before and after pictures on our supplements, which is a really cool motivation wall and something I wanted to do to inspire people to like, Go check it out. Go look what these guys did. Look where this guy started a girl. You know, look how much progress they made. You know, anybody can do it if you set your mind to it and have the right guidance. So, yeah, that's kind of part yeah. And, that. I, and I like how you start switching it up because you also have. Uh, do you still do that the, the protein bar? Yeah, like where people can come get drinks. Yeah. So with the smoothie bar, um, so like I told you, my parents invested, um, and then um, my uh, mother in law, so my wife's mom. Wanted to be part of Ripped as well. Um, so she's actually why we have the smoothie bar. Oh. So she invested money to make the smoothie bar, essentially. Um, so she's part of the team as well. Um, and that's how the, the Rip bar started. So I wanted something uh, where people, almost like a one-stop shop in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, you can get all your supplement needs, um, but you can also get your meal or post-shake or um, whatever pre-workout meal you know, whatever they need. And with that, again, I like to be unique on any service we do. Mm -hmm. And with the smoothie bar, and it's one of those things I'm like, that that has a lot of potential Mm -hmm. um, to really blow up at the same time. Making smoothies takes a lot of time away um, from being on hands with helping the guests with the supplements. So I don't want to take too much away from that. Um, But it's been a, a huge add on. Um, and we definitely have daily guests that come in every day for them, um, for their usuals. But I wanted to make something that had high quality. Um, again, come down to that protein. Uh, I'm not going to call out any certain names, but basically there's a lot of companies that use cheap crap, Mm -hmm. um, and bad protein. Um, we don't use, we don't really get into like to the sugars. And, um, so, and we customize them to their macros. So we're very, we can make them to exactly what that person needs or want, mm, okay. um, which is unique and cool. But again, with the, at the same time with the highest quality ingredients in them. So, yeah, I, I like how you, you, you mentioned it, that you're making it into a, almost like a one-stop shop because, uh, if they need to go get the supplements, they can go there. If they need to go get like a meal, cause I know you served uh, meals there, the, the, the frozen meals, yep. uh, which company do you carry right now? Uh, prepped prepped. And uh, we recently had Dallin on the on the on the podcast too, which uh, he's, yeah, he's out here hustling. He's, yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he's grinding it. And now you, I mean, I think it was the protein or the smoothie bar first, and then you started carrying meals. Yes. Okay. Yep. See, and it really, and and it's weird how it's grown like over yeah. through the years. You know, and that has like a lot of credit to you to always wanting to be creative and 
um, almost like you're like, what's next? Like what's next? Yes. Let's bring let's bring yeah. Jay Cutler. And I know I'm pretty sure you would have brought more people, but you know, obviously the pandemic yeah, and it, yeah. it changes everything. Uh, There's definitely more coming. I'll say that. Mark. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> uh, which people are wanting right now. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. want. The, the live events they want those like uh oh yeah the, so fun the, the the events like you had right there and, and i know after you saw the success of that one i'm pretty sure the next one is going to be just as big if not bigger you right. know you're going to add more and then it just has other companies like i'm pretty sure like prep is going to want to be like hey like let's Involved, do something yeah. yeah like let's all do something together and it's it's crazy how it works so yeah yeah it's uh and that's a big thing. I we love again staying local with everything we do. Um, I, I always try to do that. Um, so with the mills, I'm keeping that local, which is really cool. Um, and then you got a, you know, anything with our, our clothing, mm-hmm. everything we do that way, all gets done local as well. So yeah, we just try to keep everything local and in the community. So yeah, so I, I think that's really cool how you how you do that because I mean. It's weird how people will go and like support like a corporate brand or like a mainstream, mm-hmm. like whatever in whatever area, but like think twice about going and supporting something local. Like it's 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 really weird how people work. So I really like and are grateful for like companies like yourself that go out of the way and do that. You know what I mean? Because right. like they'll be like, well, let's keep it local. Like, yeah, it's going to be maybe a little bit pricier, yep. but there's a reason why it's pricier. Yeah, you do pay a little bit more money for sure versus going for like a huge corporate that can cut down on that cost or whatever. But like you said, I'd rather pay an extra couple of bucks, you know, to be able to help someone local um, versus saving a buck or two. So. Yeah. All right. Well, let, let them know where they can find your store on uh, Instagram. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know if you have a website, too. Uh, so we are actually currently working on a website. Because um, we actually ship a ton right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. If you, I don't know if you do online yes, stuff. Yes, we do, we do a lot of online stuff. We ship a lot. Um, we're shipping almost every day, which mm-hmm. is, you know, we're super grateful for because we're hitting, hitting outside of our just our area, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, what a lot of people don't know or understand is... Uh, a lot of these products are store exclusive, um, which basically means um, you can't sell them online. Uh. So they're very protected, um, which which is great. And I wanted that um, kind of, you know, I wanted at the same time having outside of having a bulletproof plan, I wanted to be bulletproof ourselves, meaning uh, anybody can just come in here and copy us. Yeah. Um, we're very protected with all the companies deal with. I deal with the owners, you know, it's yeah. friendships that we've made and built up. Um, so we're very protected that way and what we have established. Uh, but at the same time, they, they are strict on a lot of those kind of things. So that's what's put us off from doing a website from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of what we're doing, um, we, we are creating a website um, and we will sell all of our merchandise on there. Um, and obviously anything that we can sell online mm-hmm. will be available on there. But one of the biggest things is <laughs> because right now what happens is someone will reach out from out of state or something, right? Cause they, they heard it from a friend or this happened to see it on social media, whatever the case is. Um, and they're like, yeah, hey, do you have a website so I can look what products you have and yeah. stuff? 
back. Oh, unfortunately we don't. And then it turns into like this hours of conversation with multiple people all the time, which Mm -hmm. takes up a lot of my time, which I don't have an issue with, but it'd be really nice to have a spot they could go to and get educated. Yeah. Um, and that's why a big part, why we are creating the website. Um, we're going to do like videos for every product on there Mm -hmm. and have it very educational on there so they can, see what we're all about, see what those products do. And we're going to have it essentially set up where they can kind of build their own stacks, add it to a cart and everything. So they're pretty much set up, but the ending is, you know, they got to hit us up on certain products to buy and put the order out. And what's your Instagram handle? Uh, man, I always forget that because I mix (laughs) it, I mix it up with mine all the time. It's (laughs) my personal is really similar. Yeah. Um, so on that it is, it's R-I-P-P-D, so ripped, and then it's underscore nutrition mm-hmm. um, is our Instagram. And then um, we're on Facebook as well. Um, like I said, we're getting that website out. And then, yeah, we're just located right there in Ammon and uh, yeah. here in Idaho, which is right off uh, 17th Street. So. Yeah, same location. If you if you guys have are been there, you guys, uh, same location. Yep. Um, I need to make my way. Like, I'm definitely going to try one of those uh, proteins you mentioned because uh, that was another thing for me. Like, I wasn't educated in the – because I, I would think proteins is a protein. You right. know, and like A lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, and you don't know that there's time-release ones or there's certain ones that do different mm-hmm. things. So uh, I think that's what I want to try to do because sometimes I, I need to hear. I spend hours and hours here. Oh, yeah. And totally. so, sometimes I'll just go get a, a – a protein bar or something, you know, and right. like it just, I go to the gas station just to get a protein bar. Why not just have like a, a tub here and a yeah. protein. And what we'll do is, like I said, we'll send you, um, whether you buy the tub or not, we'll send you home with a scoop or two of that product mm-hmm. to make sure, um, it's satisfying you enough. And that's, you know, I think right that's for you. I think that's cool that you do that. You let your customers sample that way. It makes like myself, it would make me feel more confident that you know what you're talking about. Right. Because you're letting me try it and not just like here, buy it. And then if it doesn't work, no, right, man. No, I want whatever I say about a product to be backed up. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's one thing we take a lot of pride in is whatever we talk about um, is what the product's going to do essentially. And, um, and you know, 99% of the time that's what happens, but obviously not every product's going to work exactly the same for every single person. So you you do run into something sometimes, but, um, I think just talking with you, like, or whoever's working, um, like, you know what I mean? Like you have to let them know what's going on, like if it works. Uh, and then that's a big thing too, that everybody reacts differently to supplements, you know? So it could really work for this person, but you, you might need something probably different. Right. You know, exactly. And yeah. that's why a lot of people don't realize like the whole, uh, we had Jeremy on here. I'm pretty sure you know Jeremy from uh, Gold, Gold's the trainer. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a good. Dude. Incredible story. I don't know if you've listened to that one. Yeah. You need to listen to that one. That one's incredible. But he. he Is that tell- where he shared that story? Was yeah. It here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah. shared it. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. You don't know where he came from. Yeah. And uh, he was ta- talking to us about food, like some certain foods, like you can't just be like, hey, like take this. He's like, there's certain foods that react differently to people's yeah. bodies and, and the same goes with supplements like I, I could be like this creatine worked amazing for me and then you take it and then you, not the same like effect right but that's because our bodies are different right and so yeah to kind of go with that um i mean uh, i'm actually friends with jeremy and we work pretty close he sends a lot of his um because mm-hmm. there's a personal training there he you know he sends a lot of his um clients over to us and 
again, it's one of those things where we try to keep things more local mm-hmm. um, and helping each other out that way, which is cool. Um, and then I, like my, my manager, she's actually a nutritionist as well. Um, and has her own business pursuit on the side that she started from the ground up, um, while she's been at ripped, mm-hmm. um, hustling there. And, uh, but it's insane what food can do. I mean, kind of like with your story with the thyroid, uh, my wife ran into the same thing. Um, does know, she have a thyroid issue? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We ran into years, bro, of her not being able to lose weight like she used to. And, um, just normal, like the normal stuff that we used to do in the past, that would always get her, you know, in shape or to where she wanted wouldn't work or like, what the hell is going on? Like something's going on. And not to get like way too into it, but you know, she went to her, um, OBGYN and, um, they checked her thyroid and they're like, Oh yeah, you're fine. Like, sorry, what's fine. We're like, okay. Um, and we, uh, we deal with Jordan hell. Um, he owns, um, Oh crap. What's it called? It's, uh, it's a doctor right, right behind anytime fitness, right next to us. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm dropping the name, but anyways, uh, he owns his own stuff there. Um, uh, but he's a hormone specialist. And, um, I was like, okay, you gotta go see my, to my wife. I'm like, you gotta go see my guy. Let's, you mm-hmm. know, let's dig into this a little bit more. Um, and he checked her thyroid and obviously checked a lot more stuff and it ended up coming out that, you know, she had a thyroid issue <laughs> and they didn't even catch it. Like it just, Oh yeah, you're fine. So what happens is there's multiple angles to look at the thyroid. Um, and they just went off one and just cause the one's okay. That's why they thought it was fine mm-hmm. where you got to dig into it deeper. Um, and see what's creating that and why that's happening. Long story short, man, we ended up finding out she has a uh, um, Hashimoto's, which is a disease that it's from the thyroid. Mm-hmm. So none of that would have got taken care of if it wasn't for Jordan, which is cool. Oh, wow. um, but but we got that taken care of. But a lot of it's through diet, like dairy, gluten, different mm-hmm. things like that. And I've made that lifestyle change with her, and it's crazy how much more lean and tighten up I've gotten how much better I feel by cutting certain things out so yeah I, I think I'm gonna have to get wh- wh- Heather was her name Heather yeah because I know uh she, she was helping your wife right yeah yeah she she actually coaches me and my wife yeah because see my, my thing was that I the same thing almost exactly the same thing the things that I used to do before mm-hmm. aren't as working as good as they used to so right. I'm like what is going I'm getting like discouraged I'm like oh, I need to like what is going on and it's, but I mean, I didn't gain a bunch of weight during the pandemic because obviously I was still working out. Right. But like the diet wasn't all there, you know, and like, of course, the majority of the time it was. But now I've cut some weight, but the way I cut it before, like I would usually like cut fast. And now it's just, I'm like, what is going on? Like I'm doing the exact same things and it's right. not working, you know? So uh, I'll probably get a hold yeah, of it. Yeah, she's insanely smart with, um, just give you a quick example, like, I, I, I've had even a Jay Cutler, um, coach me, um, since I got that connection with yeah. him and I'm extremely impressed with her cause she's very knowledgeable, um, especially on the health aspect with that person's body and kind of learning, not just your generic, there's your diet, cut your carbs, you know, calorie deficit type yeah. of diet, you know, um, that is obvious. Um, it, but a lot more in tune, like this so we're we're doing a cutting phase um on me right now 
And this has been the easiest cut I've ever done where I don't feel like I'm technically on a diet. My strength's staying up and I feel like I'm starving. Um, so I, I will allow that to her. So Yeah, I'm going to have to reach out to yeah. her because that's what I need, I need to do. But, Pat, thank you for coming on. Of Seriously, course, it, it's, it it's amazing to, to actually get to know like where um, you came from and where you're at now. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember it was weird how... I had completely forgotten that I met you back when you were at DeMarco's. I know, that's crazy. And then I even wrestled on the same team as you. I know. Like it, <laughs> and uh, that was a quick story. I remember the the first day that I, I actually joined, they were making us do pull-ups. And I went and like, oh, I got to go use the bat because I couldn't do a pull-up. I was like so ashamed that I couldn't do a pull-up. Mm-hmm. I went in the bathroom and just like acted like I was going to the bathroom. Right. And uh, yeah, ever since then, I can do pull-ups now though. Okay, you got it down. <laughs> just okay. then, I was so intimidated because like there was like uh, people like yourself just pull ups like nothing, and me, I can't right. even do one. And I was like, pull ups are hard. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to go over there and not be able to do one. Yeah, but it's crazy how like all these like memories come back. But it's so true. Congratulations on all the success. I Appreciate wish it, man. nothing but more for you guys. You know, you as well. And uh, we're gonna have to get your wife on here too. As yeah, well. yeah, that'd be awesome because she's been doing some. Pretty cool things on her social medias as well. Yeah, yep. So. Like like I said, uh, um, she gave me this idea and started, and uh, she actually always kind of worked for me in the past. And I think she got to the point that she and she always says this like, "Oh, you're Pat's wife. You're Pat's wife." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Okay, I want to be known for myself, not just Pat's <laughs> wife." And she got that spark, man, and then started doing her own being an entrepreneur under herself and now it's like i look up to her it's almost like a flip-flop it's pretty cool to see yeah, she's killing it she's killing it well congrats again thank you for coming on yeah appreciate it you know uh, i'm gonna have to stop by and get me some of that protein bro get you hooked up all right and thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace see you